Good morning, good morning, my money-making friends. I hope you are all having a wonderful day and a wonderful week and a wonderful year and a wonderful life. And today's episode, I am super excited to share with you because today is all about how to spend and save as a wealthy person. Now, this episode was inspired by a few conversations I've had with my financial planning clients. So I've been chatting with a number of my existing clients about spending and saving and really the the question i get in so many different variations is this i is this idea or this question of am i spending too much money scotty am i saving enough money scotty right it's just this perpetual question that i feel like everybody that i talk to has in some way shape or form has asked me and so i wanted to address it in this podcast episode so I'm super excited. As you know, um, if you've been listening to some of the other podcast episodes, I also have a free wealth building PDF. It's five steps to building your wealth. And in it, step three is creating an incredibly powerful savings game plan. So the link to this freebie is in the show notes. So go ahead and pop over to the show notes and download the free PDF. This will help you on your journey to building wealth and saving more money. And so from that perspective, I'm super excited to just dig into the episode, absorb this, let me know what you think. As always, share this on Instagram with people you think that would appreciate this. Tag me, any thoughts, comments, I would love to hear. DM me on Instagram at Scotty Taylor Jr. I love you all and I hope you have an awesome day and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey friends, welcome to the Success Money Mindset Podcast. My name is Scotty Taylor Jr. and I'm a money manifestation expert, success and finance coach, and serial entrepreneur on my way to a seven-figure year and creating the life of my dreams. I am obsessed with helping you make more money, bust your limiting beliefs around money and success, and create a life you once thought was impossible. I teach you the tried and true tactical and energetic principles of success and money to help you massively up-level your life. My goal in this podcast is to help you achieve the things you really desire so you can go out and change the world. Think of this podcast as a conversation with your financially savvy best friend who really wants what's best for you and challenges and encourages you with your mindset development along the way. I am so excited you're here and I have such a good feeling about this. Get ready to learn and grow on this journey together, and let's have some fun. Okay, so as I mentioned, the impetus for this episode really came down to the question that a lot of my clients will ask me, and the question is basically like, hey, you know, looking at my budget, am I spending too much money? right? Am I spending too much money? I've had multiple conversations this week with clients that ask me in some way or another, you know, how do I pay off my credit card debt? Or how do I build up more savings? How do I build up to a down payment on a house? I feel like I'm not saving enough money. And I want to address this question from the perspective of a wealthy person, because that's really ultimately what I want us all to become. And what I want to teach you is how to become a wealthy person when thinking about spending, when thinking about saving, when thinking about your money. I don't want you to think about it from the perspective of like, how can I just scrape by? I want to help you think about how do I save and how do I spend as a wealthy person? So what would a wealthy person do? And how can I really maximize my money 
whatever it is that I'm currently making so that I can, you know, accomplish the goals that I set out to accomplish, whether it's buying a house, buying investment properties, being financially free, you know, paying for your kids' education, paying for your parents' retirement, like whatever is important to you, how can we set you up for success for those goals? Now, of course, if you're listening to this and you don't work with a financial advisor, I strongly encourage you to reach out to somebody um, just to have that conversation because none of this is going to be very specific advice for you. I just want to talk you through how to think about things in a different way and then apply these to your life. But, but again, this is for educational purposes. These are not specific recommendations for you because I don't know your specific life. So uh, I say that as a caveat because I want to make sure that whenever you're listening to this podcast or any advice in general, you take what serves you and you leave what doesn't. That is my motto when it comes to podcasts, when it comes to TikTok, Instagram, books, just take what serves you and leave what doesn't. So let's get into it. Now, first, I want to go through a couple of stories of a couple of people that I've been working with. And I want to share with you the advice I gave them, and then you can apply this to your life in whatever way makes sense to you. Now, the first person I want to talk about is somebody who's making probably around $70,000, $80,000 a year. And this client of mine is a great human being, super sweet, super kind. And he had previously been making a little bit less, maybe around sixty, And then he got a raise and he, and he ended up making 70 75 And when he got that raise, he immediately moved into a bigger apartment. He immediately increased his lifestyle expenses. So he and I were chatting about his savings and he has some credit card debt. So maybe somewhere around $10,000, $12,000 of credit card debt that he really desperately wants to get paid off, right? So he's like, I really want to pay off this debt as soon as possible because the interest charges are just too high, right? These interest charges are, are really creating a lot of stress for me, and I want to get them paid off as quickly as possible. Now, of course, having debt does not make you a bad person. Having debt does not make you good or bad. It's just neutral. It's a neutral resource. So I want to encourage you to uh, release any emotional attachment you might have towards consumer debt, which would be like credit cards or personal loans versus, you know, um, like secure debt, which would be like your mortgage or, or your car loan or things like that. So none of the debt is good or bad. In fact, wealthy people actually use debt to their advantage. That's not really the intention for this podcast episode. But I just want to make the point that having debt does not make you a bad person. It doesn't mean that you fucked up in some way. It doesn't mean that you're on the path to like becoming broke or whatever, the other stories that might pop into your head. Um, and there are certainly some financial quote unquote gurus out there that that will say don't ever take on debt ever 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 and I just don't agree with that I just don't think that's a relevant blanket piece of advice if you have debt okay if you don't have debt okay but either way it doesn't make you a bad person for having debt so let's let go of the stories that say that for some reason you're a bad person if you have debt because that energy is not going to be helpful as we go through this conversation if you're berating yourself, if you're feeling guilty, if you're shaming yourself, like that energy needs to go out the fucking window. Goodbye. It just exists. It's debt. Okay, let's approach it from a neutral place, right? It's not neither good nor bad. And you know what? Somebody trusted you to pay back over time the money that you had borrowed. So it's showing that somebody trusted you. So it's actually a good thing, right? That's a Louise Hay um, quote that I got from one of her books. So my my client who is making $70,000, $80,000 a year, who has about $10,000 in credit card debt, 
I'm not going to get deep into the specifics, but needless to say, his fixed expenses, which are his rent and, you know, uh, car payment, car insurance, um, utility bills, gym membership, the things that aren't going to change on a month to month basis are quite high compared to his overall salary. And when we were talking through his budget, he basically was like, I need help figuring out how to spend less money, right? I need, I need help figuring out how can I pay off this credit card debt as soon as possible. And when we walked through his budget and we were looking at his fixed expenses and his variable expenses, it's pretty, it's pretty simple when we think about how to pay off debt. You either spend less money or you make more money, right? You just need a larger surplus at the end of the month in order to pay off the debt as quickly as possible. And for this person specifically, as we went through his budgeting and we went through his his spending, he was really unable to cut back in any other areas, right? He's like, listen, if I cut back any more, I'm going to be really, really stressed out. And it's not my position as an advisor. It's not my position as a human to ever tell somebody what they have to do. That is just not my fucking role. And if you talk to somebody who's like, you have to stop spending money, you have to make more money or whatever the story is, just know that they're putting their prejudices, they're putting their belief systems into that recommendation. So I'm going to walk you through the thought processes that I helped him think about. Thanks for being a Libra. I'm very balanced in my thinking. So I talked him through a couple of different options. And then I'll, I'll share with you exactly how we came to the conclusion of what he should do moving forward. So for this person who's living in a major metropolitan city, right, and these types of cities are expensive, making $70,000, $80,000 a year, and not spending superfluously, right? He's not doing things that are out of out of the, you know, things that are like going for big extravagant vacations, anything like that, which, again, he would be entitled to do, but his priority is paying off his debt. When we went through everything, what it came down to was he really doesn't have anywhere else to cut, right? He has no other places to cut his expenses. And so I told him, you know, very directly, you need to make more money, period, end of story. And that advice is, yes, very easy to give, but it's true. So when you're making 70 or 75 or $80,000 and you've overspent for a period of time and now have 10, 15, $20,000 of credit card debt, if you have no ability to cut back in other ways, right? Like, I don't want you eating ramen noodles, sitting on your couch, doing nothing fun. Like, that's not life. That's not enjoying your life. If that's if that's not going to be possible for you to tackle from like a reasonable perspective, you got to make more fucking money. And here's the, here's the thing that I really want to get across. It's not necessarily easy to make more money, right? It's not necessarily going to be like, well, let me just snap my fingers and make more money. But if you have a burning desire to pay off this debt, if you believe this debt is going to get paid off, you will follow the inspired action and take the inspired action to actually pay off this debt quickly and efficiently. So instead of going into his budget and thinking, oh, well, you could cut out $25 here, you could cut out $50 here, I asked him, what are some ways that you could make maybe $500 more per month, $1,000 more per month, $200 more per month, $100 more per month, right? So could you drive Uber? Could you do Uber Eats, right, once a month on a weekend? Could you take pick up more shifts at your job and make an extra couple hundred dollars here or there? Could you sell some things on Facebook Marketplace? Do you have a service or a skill set that you could put on a uh, a platform like Upwork or Freelancer and be a, become a freelancer? 
can you create an online program for to teach people something that they that they want to know and do it on the side? Can you become a tutor? I mean, this person specifically speaks fluent French and English. Can you start tutoring French or English? These are the things that many people that are feeling stuck are unwilling to do because they're so tied into the stories of what's possible for them. And I'm going to share with you right now, anything is fucking possible. So, you know, this person who's working 20 days a month, I understand it's not necessarily going to be the easiest thing in the world to pick up a side hustle and make more money on the side. But if that is his desire, if he desires to pay off his credit card debt and he can't cut back his expenses, what other option does he have? And so it's not a perspective of like, oh, woe is me. I have to pick up another job. I'm going to be so burnt out. It's like, what a fucking incredible opportunity I have to go out there, create a side hustle, make some more money, and then pay off my debt more efficiently and more effectively than I have before. And so we spent time basically just brainstorming different ideas to create different side hustles, right? This is what I teach inside of my money program, the money course. How can you potentially do a side hustle to make more money? If you're in a position where you're just not making enough money to pay off your debt, to save effectively, you have to make more money, period, end of story. And I want you to think about ways of making more money. I want you to start brainstorming ways, asking people, taking programs, reading books, listening to mentors, find ways of making more money. There are so many ways to make money in this day and age. If it's really that important to you, you will find a way. So that was the first person I spoke with that was asking me, hey, am I spending too much money? What should I do in this scenario? And frankly, in this scenario, I didn't tell him to cut back because I knew that cutting back would not work. If somebody is making $70,000, $80,000 a year and they have $10,000, $15,000 of credit card debt, it's because they have an inability to really cut back in the right way, right? They're overspending a little bit here, a little bit there, and it all of a sudden just accumulates. And I'm not blaming them. I'm not saying that they're wrong for doing this, but I just have a recognition that if they got themselves into this situation, something is going to have to change inside of their mindset in order for the debt to get paid off. And it's very unlikely that they're going to cut back enough to be able to pay off the debt, just given the history uh, and the patterning that they got into the situation in the first place by overspending. So what are the odds that they're going to underspend in the same capacity, like if they were overspending by 500 bucks a month, what's the possibility they're going to go backwards a thousand dollars, right? So 500 to get to break even 500 less to pay to have an additional surplus to pay off the debt. What's that possibility, right? Pretty fucking low in, in my experience from working with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people on their finances. So the second group of the second person I talked to in uh, in this question that I got was actually a couple that's making about $500,000. So they're about they're making about a half a million dollars together. They're both wildly successful. They have a young um, newborn, about you know six or seven months old, and they with the with the half a million dollars that they bring in collectively, maybe it's around four hundred thousand and um, somewhere in that general range. They put together a very, a very robust budget, right? So they went through line by line, gym membership, yoga, rent, childcare everything, Amazon dinners, they went through a very robust budget, which for them worked, right? I have not done a very robust budget like that in quite some time. 
because that's just not the way that I currently operate. But if that works for somebody, then that works for somebody. And now, given the fact that they are in nine to five jobs, they're in corporate America, they know that their income is going to be relatively consistent, right? They have a, a pretty clear idea that their revenue is going to be the same month in and month out. So a very robust budget makes sense for them because their income is not going to vary wide, widely, right? Versus as an entrepreneur, personally, if I spend, you know, 15, 20, $30,000 in a month, I'm going to focus on making 40, 50, 60, $70,000 in that month, right? So I'm operating from a slightly different perspective of massive fucking overflow. So um, I've talked about it in previous podcast episodes, but my goal is $100,000 of revenue per month currently. And I've done 50, 60, 70, but I've never hit the, the, the six figure per month mark. That's my goal right now. And my spending is probably going to be twenty five, thirty thousand per month with all my business expenses. So we're talking about like massive overflow, seventy thousand dollars a month of excess cash. You know, I'll have to pay taxes on that, but the the idea is that I'm going to operate from a place of such massive abundance and overflow that creating a budget is going to be completely irrelevant for me. Not to say it's not good for people to do. Again, I'm just sharing with you what I personally do, but I've done budgets in the past, right? And they served me at those points in time. They're just not serving me at the moment. So the this couple, these clients of mine, they did their budget super, super detailed. And during the conversation, they asked me, and this is where I want you all to pay attention, right? So this is the really important part of the podcast episode. So they asked me, Scotty, are we overspending? So when you look at our budget, does anything strike you as a red flag? Or does anything that you're that you're looking at, does it seem like we should be cutting back in this area? And I'm going to respond to them so that you can hear what I basically said to them. So I said, listen, it's not my job as, an, as your advisor. It's not my job to tell you to stop spending in certain areas. Because I don't think that's the responsibility of anybody other than you two, right? Because quite frankly, I don't agree with just cutting back just to cut back. What I would recommend that you do, and I recommend all of you listening to this podcast to do the same thing, is to sit down and identify your top priorities in life, first and foremost. What do you prioritize? What is important to you? Is it comfort? Is it convenience? Is it having a beautiful home? Is it having beautiful clothing? Is it having your 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 uh, your house or your apartment smell really nice? Is it traveling? Is it visiting your family? Is it taking care of your child? Is it having more free time? What do you prioritize in life? And this, my friends, is where so many people get fucked up when it comes to spending and saving money. They spend money out of alignment with their priorities, and that stresses them the fuck out. So what does that look like? So let's say you sat down, and, and I'm going to give you this couple, and a couple, and I'm going to um, embellish this a little bit. So let's say you sat down and you identified my priorities in life are um, convenience, my priorities in life are having nice clothes, and my priorities in life are visiting my family. Right. Those are my, my top three priorities, convenience, nice clothes and visiting my family. Now, you'll notice that on there, we don't have anything around having a really nice car or impressing your neighbors or or being flashy. Right. None of that around cars existed. 
So if you're in the position where you value convenience and you value nice clothes and you value seeing your family, but then you go out and buy a really, really expensive car or a car that costs a lot of money that's that's outside of your, your budget, you are now spending out of alignment with your priorities. You're going out there and you're buying the car because it's a red, hot, egoic desire. Well, I want to look cool to my friends. I want to look cool to my neighbors. I want to drive up to the restaurants and look really cool. If that's not a fucking priority of yours, you are spending out of alignment with your priorities. And that's where people get tripped up. That's where the stress and anxiety comes because you're spending money that you don't truly enjoy. In contrast, if you value convenience and you order Uber Eats or you order Instacart because you don't necessarily want to go to the grocery store, but that fills you up with joy and that makes you happy and that makes you feel fulfilled and content, boom, you are spending in alignment with your priorities and that's perfectly fine. However, if your priority is health and wellness, but then you're spending all of your money on really nice clothes and you're not buying the healthy food, then you're now again out of alignment with your priorities and that's where the tension comes. So as I'm talking to this couple, they're basically saying, you know, I explain this to them and they're like, wow, this makes so much sense. And they're like, you know what we do? We spend out of obligation a lot of times because we have parents in one state. We have uh, aunts and uncles in another state. We have grandparents in another state. And every holiday we fly to all these different cities and it costs us $10,000 for the holidays and we don't really enjoy it. And what I told them, which was, it, it might sound a little harsh, but I said, if your priority is not visiting your family, you have to stop fucking doing it. Stop spending money out of obligation and spend money out of your priorities. So their priority is buying a house in this specific couple, right? They want to buy a really nice house, a one, 1.2, $1.5 million house next year in 2023. And so when I was speaking with them, I was like, listen, if your house is your number one priority, but then you spend ten dollars or $15,000 on travel, how are you going to feel when you're looking at houses and you don't have the down payment ready to go? And that's the question I want you to ask yourself, because the truth is money is limitless. Money is abundant, but not at every single moment in time. Meaning that in this current moment, if you have to, if you have a hundred dollars, you have to choose between one thing or the other in this red hot moment. You can have both, but if you haven't given the universe enough time to provide you both, then you need to make a decision. And I encourage you to make decisions based on your priorities. So the exercise I would encourage you to do is to sit down and think about your priorities pull up, pull open your spending. So I would look at your credit card statement, look at your bank account statement. If you decide to create a robust budget, like go for it, I'm all in favor of that. But I would first start by writing out your priorities and then pulling up your spending. And think about what are your priorities and are you spending in alignment with them? So if you prioritize, you know, um, eating healthy and having nice clothes and having a nice home, but convenience is not a priority to you, then stop ordering Uber Eats just because you're being lazy, right? That would be the solution there. And again, I'm just giving you examples. None of these things are good or bad to spend money on. Again, it should be in alignment with what you prioritize in your life, not on what's easiest or what you think you should spend money on or impressing other people, so on and so forth, right?
And now this is again where so many people get tripped up when I when I work with them, when I sit down with them, because they're trying to spend money in every single fucking area versus just the areas that are important. They're thinking to themselves, I have to have a new car, right? I have to I have to get a new car next year because I just want a new car. But like, really, is your car really that messed up? Do you really need a new car? Is it something that you truly desire? If you truly desire it, great, but then prioritize it, right? Not everything is going to be your number one priority. And that's where I want you to go inside, look at your heart, look at your heart-filled desires, and ask yourself the questions from that loving, compassionate perspective. What is it that I truly value? What is it that I truly prioritize in my life? So... I hope this was helpful to think about. I encourage you to do the homework uh, of thinking about your priorities and then looking at your spending and seeing where you're spending out of alignment with your priorities and then go back to the drawing board and then maybe this next month and the month after you start to spend more in alignment with your priorities, more in alignment with the things that actually truly bring you joy versus just spending money on everything, which we know is not a recipe for success in saving and spending like a wealthy person. Because the truth is, wealthy people are overflowing. Wealthy people are saving money by the tens of thousands, by the hundreds of thousands, by the millions every single month, every single year. I'm sp- I'm saving 10, 15, 20, $30,000 a month consistently because I'm consistently focused on only spending in the areas that bring me joy, that make me excited. And so, yes, there are other bills now that I think about it. You know, I had to fix my tires yesterday and that was like $1,400. Like there are things that come up, but like, Having a well-functioning car is a priority of mine. And so I just encourage you to really think about these from a more intentional perspective. Be more intentional with your spending. That will help you save more money because you'll realize Mm -hmm. that you can cut out the spending in a bunch of different areas that you don't really fucking care about. You're just spending because you thought that was required or you thought you liked it, but you actually didn't really like it that much. Again, Grab the free PDF in the show notes, the free five-step wealth building workbook for you to find ways of saving more money, thinking about money as just energy. It will really compound on all the things we talked about in this podcast. So grab that free PDF. The link is in the show notes. Um, And feel free to share this episode with your friends. As always, I appreciate you. I love you. I'd love to hear from you. DM me on Instagram at scottytaylorjr.com or shoot me an email, um, scotty at scottytaylorjr.com. And let's talk. Let's see if I can help you in any way, shape, or form. But I'd love to hear your revelations, takeaways from this episode. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day, my friends. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it really helpful. If you did, I'd love for you to leave a review on iTunes so I can keep putting out great content. If we're not yet connected on the socials, I'd love to meet you. You can find me on Instagram at scottytaylorjr and drop me a DM if you want to chat. Or check out my website, scottytaylorjr.com for more inspirational content, blog posts, and other freebies. I love you friends and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Remember, you're a badass and you deserve the life of your dreams.